Hey, I'm Daniel Skelton. Hi, I'm Chris Salvatore. And I'm Rebecca Cochin, and you're listening to or watching. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Can I start? Yes. Five, four, three. <laughs> so I was raised super Christian. No, stop. You, you start again. I was raised That's super Christian. What the show is. It's oh, we're introduced. We're. <laughs> Oh, no, we'll you, keep this. Start, we'll keep you start. start. Yeah. All right. We're going to get into Daniel's childhood. Hey guys. Chris's childhood and my childhood, <laughs> I'm sure, many, many times over in this I'm podcast. not going into my childhood. But I was you just, being raised conservative Christian has nothing to do I with this. I was just going to say because the first thing I ever saw that was gay was you with, like, a pink vibrator chasing oh. someone around your room. Oh. Yes. I got in here. That is so and I was like, oh no, the Lord Jesus, what? <laughs> um, okay, what you do guys, I You guys, welcome to, to Gamus. You're listening, you're watching, listening and or watching Gamus. That's what's going on right now. It's I'm Rebecca Cochin. <laughs> That's Daniel Skelton. If you're watching, I'm pointing to the cute redhead. That's Chris Salvatore. Oh, if you're watching. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hi, everybody. Click that back. You're not a redhead? I'm not a redhead. Um, babe, you're a, you're a grade A ginger. He finds it grade very a. offensive. Why is that offensive? Is I'm that- blonde. There was not one doubt in my mind. Babe. Look. No, babe. it's because that one. Even babe. this drug dealer who I met on the street one yes, time said, I'll blow your blonde um, little head off. On. Uh, oh, my God. oh, my God. Listeners, you are in for a real treat. Let me tell you. Um, Is this Wait. the guy you went on a date with last night? <laughs> oh, no, I hope not. No. <laughs> By the way, listeners, um, we got a little bit of a late start today because Daniel was a little bit late because he went on a date with, with a, I don't want to blow your wad. I don't want to, no pun intended. I don't want to blow your wad and I don't want to like throw anyone under the bus. Okay, look, look. When it comes to who you're dating. He was but, a white, call, He, I, I think he's a white collar criminal. Why? I, well, I think that he's doing something very illegal. Why? I, I, <laughs> what is he doing? I don't really know you guys. But well, like, why do you think it's illegal? Because every single time I ask like what he does for work, he's like, Wall Street investment stuff. Well, and maybe I'm that's like, what he does. Wall Street and investment stuff. Yeah. But then, okay. But then I heard him on the phone and he was going, Chrissy, you figured out, you dumb bitch. What? Or else we're going to have a lot of trouble coming our way. Um, where did you so, find this man? Um, Tinder. Okay. Yeah. So how did the date go? Um, it went pretty good until he said, hey, I'll be right back. I have to meet my coworker. Uh-huh. And it was 1030 at night. Uh-huh. We were watching like, we were like, it was like a Netflix, like Netflix. Was this at your day. apartment? Yeah. Okay. So you're watching a movie. He says, I have to meet. He runs out to my balcony. He says, <laughs> I have to go. I love that snore. He runs out to my balcony. I love that snore. He's on there. I think I was texting one of you. Um, you were texting like, the group. Just yeah. So yeah. You know. Oh, I was texting the, group, the whole yeah. group then. And I was like, okay. I was like, I don't know what's going on. And then he comes back and he's like, oh, no, my coworker needs to meet me real quick. And I'm like, who's, what coworker needs to meet at, like, 9.30 or 10 at night? Uh-huh. Like, that's weird, uh-huh. right? And he's like, can I leave some stuff here? And I said, yeah. So he left. And then. And then? And then he was gone? He was gone. Um, but then he sent you the chain of text that I you don't sent believe me you. at 8.30 in the morning. Am I wrong? Your face is lying. No, I, he was gone. He, he was left. Gone. Okay. He left. Okay. He fully left my apartment. But did he then? He, okay, because so then at 8.30 and so, like, in the morning. I was like, and so then, that of course, they put on Taylor Swift Midnights, what? you know, to like like um, sit around and quick, feel like I was Pause, pause. Listeners, listeners, I, I just, I need to explain something to all of you. And that something is that, um, 
Daniel Skelton's life revolves around Taylor Swift. So if you're not I a believe, Swiftie, I believe that she is oh no. the greatest singer, songwriter, oh no. creator of our generation. Oh no. And you know what? And I want to say something about this. And I no, thought no, about no. this. She's talented. No, can I say She's, something? Please. 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 Okay. Please. When Marilyn Monroe oh, was alive. <laughs> You know what people said about her? Please tell me. Oh, she is. She's a schmuck. She's. They um, called her a schmuck when she was alive. Well, they said mean things about her. Are we? Are this? Is this? I. I'm glad you used schmuck because and I they am were like, Jewish. They were and like, I'm glad oh, we're like, oh, she's not. She's oh, Marilyn. Like, what a joke. She's just a big I, whore. Did people say that? And I feel like she then, did well. She did after well. she died, Madonna said this too. <laughs> Madonna. Said and this then too. after she died, all of a sudden they were like. Oh, uh -huh. wow, what a genius wait, she was. What a wait. tortured soul. Here's the difference, is that Taylor's still alive and they're calling her a genius already. So that's the difference. Wait, can I, can I just cut okay. in? So, Please, But Chris. you're not calling her a genius. You're I, saying... That's what, no, I was just going to ask that. So it feels like you are not really a Swifty. I'm not. But I, I'm not a Swifty, but I can but, recognize but, she's... Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> I'm talking, I'm talking. Right, listen, I am not a Swifty, however... As a human being that works in the entertainment industry, I can fully recognize the fact that she is extremely talented. She is a phenomenal singer. She's a phenomenal songwriter. She's really good to her fans. I have utmost respect for Taylor Swift on every level. Does that mean I listen to her and I'm not, I'm like, oh, take me Taylor Swift. I just want your body and I want she to have your music yeah. in my body forever. And again, extremely talented. She literally is an extremely talented songwriter. Okay, but I'm Rebecca, not a Swiftie. can I challenge you on that? Can you tell me, give me one, what's one lyric uh, that you think is impressive that Taylor Swift I can't, um, I, oh, she's a very clever songwriter. Oh, I, look, oh, I don't oh, listen don't to a lot of her one? songs. She's basically so saying, like, know. she doesn't transcend when she listens to Taylor Swift. Like, Do you on the other hand, that? I feel How like you, not? you, How could like, I not? you go through, the like, a... into my body. Just so you know, listeners, Daniel told me he was going to kill himself, like, two weeks ago because he couldn't get Taylor Swift tickets, and then we got a text message being like, don't worry, I'm not going to kill myself because I was able to get Taylor Swift tickets. I how did, did you get, get them? Yeah, how, did, have, how did you work that you guys, magic? I have no idea. Ticketmaster? Um, Newsweek came out with an article that said you're more likely to be struck by lightning <laughs> so than to get a Taylor Swift that, ticket. Rebecca? Which is, literally, I mean, honestly, that's... More likely to get struck by lightning. Good for so her. So, what does that say? And also, let's talk about the fact. Do we have to Taylor always take about, talk about Taylor Swift? I want to talk about Taylor Swift. Yes, I think Taylor Swift. A lot Swift of this will probably be cut out, Dan. That's fine. We okay. might have to cut some of this I Taylor don't care. Swift She's a queen. She's a goddess. We haven't even talked about ourselves and what we're doing yet. We okay. just literally like jumped into wait, Taylor wait, wait, Swift. Wait, wait, wait. Can I just say? That's can I just so say, though? Out. Can I just say? Okay, please, please. Wrap it up. Who's ever, ever, you, tell me, guys, who, who, who's ever had 10 number one through 10 mm -hmm. top hits on nobody. Billboard Hot 100 at the same time. That is, it's a phenom, nobody, nobody. That's right, she she did it, she did it. She's that good that she fucking I did think, it. Here's what I think. By the way, we can the say fuck on this show. Yeah, so you, you know. can say fuck, right? We'll have to make an announcement being like, by the way, we say fuck on the show. So if you're on kids or Republicans, you shouldn't listen. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> is, it like, is it like 18 older, 21 and older? No, okay, no, wait, no, 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 we'll just say like, we so say fuck on this show. Here's the thing then. So, Taylor Swift, she has done something no artist. Totally. Not the Beatles, not the Beach Boys, uh -huh. nobody. Totally. Nobody has ever done before. Right. And so, for you to sit there. For me to sit here. No. Oh my God, for her to sit there, she is sitting there. I'm just Ugh. saying, 
if you were to support. actually spend some time, like if I could Babe. lock you up in a room with her albums uh -huh. and for you to listen to the words. Okay. Because I think that, no. I, I know I know what you're sounds thinking. It sounds, yeah, that sounds traumatic. My God, I, I don't <laughs> want to- tied up. <laughs> I'm gonna tie you up. I know what you're thinking. Could I film this for my OnlyFans? I, I know that you're. <laughs> no one. I know what you're thinking. I know exactly what you're thinking, Rebecca. You don't know. You're that. thinking like fairy tale prince, come save me. No, I guess what, Rebecca? It gets so much deeper okay. than that. Great. I will. I will. I, I think will Rebecca's you. just trying to say it's just not her style of music that but she I likes fully, to listen to, I but she supports. I fully appreciate yeah. her as an artist. I'm not saying, I fully appreciate her as someone that is mega, mega talented. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i serious. I'm not bullshitting you right now, but we should, we didn't even, hi, Bobby. Bobby is the sweet dog that's right here. That's um that's Chris's son. Bobby's but, little uh, We should introduce self. ourselves and tell them, they want to know yeah. what's been going on, who we are, why we're doing this. You're yeah. right. We should stop talking about Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Daniel is gonna go home and write a dissertation on. I'm actually really. Oh, yeah. You're more than we. I'm sure we will circle back to Taylor I, Swift. Can many, I just many, okay? Many, let's talk about who we are and what we're doing here. But yeah. first, one last thing. Okay. Okay. He is the greatest artist oh, of our generation. Okie dokie. Wow. We're gonna introduce ourselves. That right is. Now. All right. Fight so, me. Fight me. I will. That's gonna stay in there. We're gonna, we're for sure, for sure. We may fight you on it. We'll see how it goes. You go first, Chris. You go Sorry, first. Sorry guys, I get a little heated. Oh, <laughs> no, we can tell. I mean, it's really? very, it's a passionate subject for you. Um, but hey, yeah. look at us all to fucking we together. Yeah, like, can you believe that? So how long, together how long again. has it been since the the eating well, out three we all met on eating out three mm -hmm. you had two prior i did movies i've been doing this since i was a child wow a young child so not how, a child but 19. how old were you when you did i was 19 when i did the first one. eating out movie Isn't that crazy? Years can i ask you a I question yeah. i remember hearing a story that you weren't even like allowed to go to the Premiere? No, yeah, to the post party, oh, yeah, for the first thing that because I was a minor. I wasn't 21, and the, the and I after heard that party you were was at the Abbey. Out of the gates, they were crying. just like handing you drinks. <laughs> no, I was literally. They had the after party at the Abbey, and we were all like lined up there waiting to get into the Abbey, and they let everyone in, and they were like, "Sorry, you're under 21." And I was like, "But I'm in but the I'm movie. A movie star. And they were like, "Sorry, you're under 21." And I was like, "But everyone else died." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and so I literally like this was me outside the Abbey in West Hollywood, like looking through the bars, like. <laughs> <laughs> I did that movie. <laughs> there is nothing you know, worse than that little section right outside the Abbey. Totally. Like oh on a Friday God. night. Looking That's in and ter seeing. terrifying. I know, it's true, it's true. And the Abbey, by the way, it could be at like 11 o'clock on a Monday morning. The Abbey is always packed. Always. No matter what time of day or night, well, they do wait. the best business of anyone in West Do Hollywood. you know that my first job when I first moved to LA, I worked at the Abbey. I, I know that. And didn't you wait on Elizabeth oh Taylor? Oh my God, you did. I waited on Elizabeth Taylor would the come icon? in. She would get a box of nachos. Shut your mouth. And a box of hummus. Wait, so she would sit there but like order stuff to go she didn't want it on normal plate she wanted what? she wanted it in a box like a to-go box oh my god so she would, would she sit there alone she would like eat her no oh no she had her she pussy. always had people with her yeah and she would eat her hummus she would eat her nachos and then she'd like smile at people and then she'd like take her little wheelchair and be like see you later and like roll out Really? With her hummus and nachos, obviously. Oh, was she nice? She was, what was she like? She was so sweet. She was so sweet. Icon. Like, what an icon. I know. Elizabeth, oh my come gosh. on. From a different, from a bygone generation, if you I will. I know. Yeah. 
Exactly. Let's be honest. And I think that's, you know, kind of like how we'll look at Taylor Swift one day. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Has she been to the Abbey? Once again, circle back to Taylor Swift. I was just Let's saying. Move on. Um, have you heard that Kanye... That, okay, well, first of all, like, we're going to get to Kanye, but did you hear that cancellation insurance is a thing? That cancellation insurance oh, is about to become sure. a thing? Have you heard that? Because of Ticketmaster? No, I haven't heard no. that. No! Gee, no, because of Ticketmaster, because of Kanye. Well, not because of Kanye, because of... Um, like cancellation, yeah. cancellation cancel society, culture. cancel culture. Uh, so cancellation insurance is going to be up. So if someone like says something wrong and they get canceled, they get quote they unquote get... canceled. There's like an insurance policy. What do you guys that... think about that? I think it's well. Wasn't it like Kanye West just recently? I think lost, I'm like... sorry. No, I'm sorry. I have a really strong opinion on this. Like, okay, if, let's hear it. If you get your... canceled. You're being canceled for a fucking reason. Well, you would certainly think so. I mean, can't, I mean, Kanye is being canceled for a People very don't good get reason. People get canceled for nothing. Kanye has said anti-Semitic, horrible Nazi. things. Right. Whether you, he should be canceled. Well, if he makes another dollar, that will make me mad. Well, I know. After what he said about Jewish people. He's already exactly. met with Trump, though. He's already met with Trump. Like, oh, great. Trump. I know. Wonderful. I know. What I find really interesting, too, is that Elon Musk, you know. Also uh, fucked. You know, right? also just took over Twitter, and right. now Elon Musk is Reinstated letting, Trump's fucking account. Yes. I know. What a fucking And he ha Trump has not even tweeted yet. Because he's like, it looks right. like Twitter is, there's a lot going on over there. Like, we don't want to, I don't want to really tweet yet. Well, Rebecca, I have a question for you. Please. So there's been so much anti-Semitism yeah. in oh the God. news lately. Right. And I'm, I'm so happy because I've seen, like, as your friend, like I've seen, and as a fan, I've seen you posting multiple times mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. how you feel about this and how it affects you. And, mm -hmm. like, I just want to know, like, why do you think it's happening again now? Well, I mean, Trump obviously is a huge part of that. He gave people a safe place to be racist on every level, basically. I mean, you didn't see stuff. Before Trump was elected, you didn't see people feeling embrazened to say these horrible racist things. So that's a huge part of it. It's just a weird time right now. And in my lifetime, I'm 38 years old, I've never seen this much anti-Semitism in America in my life. And it is fucking terrifying, you know what I mean? Because we live in America in 2022, and you think like, oh, this is America, I don't have anything to really worry about. And my rabbi growing up was always like, Jews need to be careful, you know, they're gonna come for the Jews again. I remember being like, whatever, you know, like this is America. What but do you see as like a potential solution to like uh, solving that? So like- to, Making to... sure right-wing Republicans never get elected again <laughs> is a great place to start. What do right-wing Republican people have against Jewish people? I don't know. I really don't. I think it's just weirdo. I don't know. People just don't like Jews. They're getting bad information. They think that, like, Jews control the media, which is hilarious, because if Jews controlled the media, then obviously we wouldn't be, like, putting all this anti-Semitic rhetoric on the air all the time. Right, yeah. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, like Dave Chappelle said, there's a lot of Jews in Hollywood, but there's a difference between a lot of oh, people yeah. being in one place and someone like, quote unquote, running something, you know what I mean? Right, and who cares? Like, that, that, that sounds so weird to me. It's like, weird. I mean, look, we live in California. I'm grateful for that. There, it, it, there are places that are very rural that I think if I was a Jewish person living in those places, I would be, you know, not feeling too great right now, but luckily, we live in a major city. We live in California. There's a huge Jewish population here. You know, I don't think this is going to be, I hope, I mean, famous last words, right? I don't think this is going to be a California problem, and I hope it's not going to be a national problem, but it just is, 
it's just fucking scary. Can I ask you like a super personal question? Uh, Okay. (laughs) Did you ever have um, people bully you about your Jewish? Yes, of course. I was the only Jewish person I went to school with. Like I grew up in Las Vegas and for those of you that don't know, Las Vegas is or not so much now within the past like four years, but like literally the entire time before that, it's extremely white, it's extremely Christian, it's extremely conservative. And yes, typically in national elections, Nevada goes blue, but that's because of Clark County being where all like the normal people live, right. basically. Well, um, semi-normal. Semi, right. <laughs> you know, because Chris was there. He lived, he lived in Vegas, Vegas. Yeah. right, because he was starring in a show on the Strip. But no, I was totally bullied growing up. You know, people would tell me I'm going to hell all the time, and you know, like. Wow. But in a way, they'd be like, "We just them. We they'd be so like, bad for hey, you because sweetheart, you're totally. w- you're going to hell." Well, they'd be like, "We love you so much, and it just kills us that you're going to hell because, like, you're so great." Like, I got that all the time growing up, and I'm being like, "These people are dicks." You know what I mean? <laughs> like, these people are total. But these are I'm like the people in, in school that I'm are in learning shock it right from now, you. and I think that a lot of people, like, obviously, people who are not Jewish, don't understand like the persecution those that that, that you have to go through. Like, people would draw swastikas on stuff and show them to me to right. like upset me. Um, yeah, and no one cared, you know, because like I was literally the only Jewish person I knew growing up, you know, except for like the people at my shul, but like it's school, public school in Nevada, there weren't any other Jewish people. Um, so yeah, it wasn't the best place to grow up to be, you know what I mean? It's probably not also not the worst place as well. You know what's amazing about you though, is that you overcame it and you created a career, you own your own company now. I also left home when I was 17. I was like, see you Nevada, suck it easy. (laughs) Wait, wait, what Wait, when did you move, move, like you just left? I left, yeah, I left. I left when I was 17. I graduated early and I left. You didn't get emancipated, right? You didn't get emancipated. And you came to LA. Yeah, I came to LA like four months before I turned 18. And then 19, you got eating out. Uh, I think it might have even been technically 18 when I got it, but 19 oh, when I shit. shot it. So you were here for like a year, year and a half. Yeah, and then I got out. And then I did the first eating out movie. And I remember when we shot it, like there had never been a gay comedy movie that lots of people had seen before. And just so you know, for those of you who've seen the eating out movies, in the first two, the main character is this woman, Gwen, and um, her name's Emily Brookhands, and she's my best Amazing. friend she's in wow. real life. Yeah. Um, like we maintained like a really close friendship. Oh, and I remember cool. like when we were shooting the first eating out movie, no one knew it was gonna become this big thing. And I was nervous because I was a teenager. And I remember Emily, cause she had worked a lot at that point. She looked at me and she was like, Rebecca, this is a gay comedy movie. No one's ever going to see this movie. <laughs> and I remember, and at the time she was right because there had never been a gay comedy movie that had like gone like semi mainstream and be seen in like all over the world Okay, before. can I just say, okay, so my parents every Friday night would take us to Blockbuster and like we would get to pick out totally, a movie. Totally, which was huge. I would walk by that first eating out movie case and like see Emily Brookhands and I would see the, you know, the other actors on it, like the two guys kissing and I was mm-hmm. like. <laughs> you would get all hot and bothered. And I, but I'm also like, I'm also like 12 years, like 12, okay, 12. I'm trying to like let's, de-age. Wait, what year did it come out? Eating out one? That was... The first one came out, um, gosh. 2003. Three, 2003, yes. So right. I was, oh, so I I was, was like just a, graduating high school. Okay, so I was like maybe a freshman or, or sophomore in high school. So I would see that and I would be like, what the? And I wanted to run it so bad, but I only have my dad's blockbuster card and I couldn't. Oh yeah, he would see that. You know? (laughs) But I remember seeing it and being like and and realizing like, 
okay, wow, maybe there's a chance that like gay people can be re represented oh. in the media. Right. You know, in some way. Did you have yeah. a lot of gay friends before the eating out stuff, or did you have like totally? I mean, in the movie, you're like you know the quintessential fag hag. Sure. Like, did you feel like that was like your real life at the time, or like kind? I mean, really? yeah. No, I always like from the time I was a little kid, I was always in community theater in Las Vegas. So like cute. Yeah. So I was always around gay men. Yeah. Always, always, always in musical theater. So yeah. It was, it was not a stretch. Maybe that, that like, and maybe this is like a stretch, but there's a connection between like the fact that you're Jewish and like you were, you know, kind of segregated from a lot of your classmates. Well, and not technically, but like maybe emotionally. Emotion yes. <laughs> sorry, yes. yes. <laughs> but that gay people also are kind of similarly. Uh, maybe subconsciously, maybe there's something there. But yeah, I mean, like both are groups that people are, can be weird about, you know I, what I mean? Yeah. I think that, yeah, for like me especially, like I feel like groups that maybe are marginalized or like people think, you know, are less than, like unfortunately, like that's the world we live in. Yeah. I feel like those groups tend to kind of, you know, mesh together and, and heal together because they, they know what it's like to feel left out or right. not popular or the it thing or whatever. So I definitely see that. I just like, I want to like, imagine a world where nobody cares. And I, I know. Feel like, I feel like as time goes on, we're going to get there. Because I hope so. They say by 2050, the white people in America will be... The minority. Yes. Right, which is like, good. Like, it's about time, you know what I mean? Finally. Right, finally. Like, I'm so I hope sick. so, we'll I'm see. I'm so sick of it. Or we'll all be dead from <laughs> yeah. global warming or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> we'll I'll give it 15 years. Well, that's gonna take <laughs> a little longer. Buried underneath. Yeah, we'll see. some water or something. Um, so for those of you that have asked, and we've gotten a lot of questions. What? You did this to me. No. What? What just, what? What's going on? Do you Why are you bleeding? Band-aid? What just happened? Chris grabbed my hand with his right. sharp fingernail. Wait, you I cut him? Do not. <laughs> you just cut Daniel? I mean, yeah. with your fingernail? That, is, I don't that looks like it, you jammed it in a door. I don't want to make a big drama like about it. Get you oh a Band-Aid. And I also don't want to point out my snake ring. You cut your knee, too. Daniel's oh bleeding, and um, my husband, Dante, who's the producer, just said he quit. <laughs> I quit, you guys. I'm going to go. It got weird. Things got weird. Daniel, I'm sorry you got hurt. Bobby, you know, we're going to No, you know what? Like, Chris has always been jealous of me because of my beauty, and... <laughs> Wait, I don't understand how this blood, this like deep blood wound Jesus happened. Christ. Show that to the camera. Show this to the camera. Show the camera. It's on the couch. Oh my god, oh, you just got blood. No. Oh my god. 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 You just oh my god. got. I'm sorry. Oh my god. He just what got blood on the blue velvet couch. Chris, oh, get in here. They asked you to wash it off. No. Oh yeah, wash it off. I'm so sorry about all of this. I'm so sorry about all of this. Like regular cats are doing my fucking back. They can't hear you. You need to say it into my microphone. Oh I'm my doing my God. best. All right. That's so just blood. for those of you that don't know what's going on, I'll, for those of you wondering what's going on. All right, I gotta get this all on film. Can't believe Blood you. was spilled. Will you, will you, please, you cannot drink all of that. For those of you, you wondering what's going on first. during the taping of this podcast, just, just blood wait a little bit. spilled. Oh. Um, uh, because Chris tried to kill Daniel. I'm kidding. That's not what happened. Um, I honestly don't know what happened. Chris okay? looked like he was no, grabbing okay? Daniel's hand, but apparently... I'm a survivor. I'm down here. I, well, um, as a survivor I have, of abuse, use, like, 
I have a co-star. His name's Chris Salvatore. And what did he do to you? He took... Accidentally. He took his... He accidentally... This is fake news. Accidentally. Fake took news. His long I nails, did not touch you. I was here. We have it on camera. I did not I touch you. Well, I think he's jealous because we I've can always... show what actually happened. I've always been known kind of as the stud, quote unquote, <laughs> of the movies. And... Hey, what you did to his couch? Okay, you got blood on his couch. There's blood on the couch. Can we please talk about how did you even cut him this deep, Chris? Yeah, what were you holding? No, I didn't. I don't know what happened. You guys so fast. Did you see that? We yes. did see your Spider-Man like reflexes right there. Give me your thing. Here's a. Um, you're being really mean to me. How did you cut I'm him? I'm not being mean. I'm. Yeah, huh, you're saying that you. I'm a liar. I'm. No one's. Babe, I don't know how you got this. This looks like you jammed it in a door. What did you just do? What did you just do? Oh my God! What did you what do? What did he do? Can, you no, really, so you no banged knows, it somewhere. No one knows how this injury happened. Uh, well, someone knows, but I guess the truth sometimes needs to be concealed, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this is not the fucking Real Housewives. Um, CSI. Oh, I have Bing. Uh, Just like with. Was it not that? Ring? I think you're supposed to pee on it. No, it was not my sweet ring. No, that's for a jellyfish, Dante. I just pee on everything. And also, that's fingers. a rumor, by the way. You guys, it we have work. to get this moving. We are yeah, we are running out of time. Okay, just a magical piece of pizza. Oh, okay. And garlic knots. Oh, oh my okay. god. So it's been like... <laughs> <laughs> She's already cracking up. So it's been what? Like, basically 10, 11 years since we all were together, working yep. together on... Yep. The set of eating out. Mm-hmm. When you were in five, yeah. When Dante had the thing, which yes. everyone keeps asking about. I know. Right. Okay. At the end of Ooh. eating out five, Tiffany is burying a body. Yes. Everyone keeps. I get. This is the number one most asked question I get on Instagram. Same. Same. Who was Tiffany burying? Okay. So in real life, we were burying my husband Dante, who's sitting right over there, who's the yeah. producer of the show. So he was actually um, in a bag in the dirt, but character-wise. Yeah, they put him in a bag. They put him in a bag. They put me in the dirt. And they threw him in the dirt. Did you have I said I wanted to do like you... one part, and they're like, "Oh, we have a great part." for you. I so he was a... put me in a bag and then she threw me in the dirt and buried me. Stop. Could you no. breathe? Wait, no. yeah, how could you breathe? <laughs> he couldn't breathe. It wasn't funny. Wait, Rebecca, while you were filming that and you were like, I'm covering my husband, actual husband dirt. with dirt, right. weren't you kind of nervous? No, I felt bad. I was like, I'm sure this is, I, I would be very uncomfortable if I was in the cold ground right now, but he was a trooper. Well, hey, but it I turned out to be the best scene in the movie, so. <laughs> <laughs> It's the scene I get asked about the most. So do I. And they're always like, who are you? So I don't know who Tiffany is supposed to be bearing, the actual human of Tiffany, but hopefully we will find out someday. Well, okay, someday. so here's like the someday. thing about eating out. Okay, so there Tell was us. the first two movies, which were smash hits, uh -huh. right? Which, like, which Rebecca was in both of those. Yeah. And then they kind of, like, I want to say rebooted it. Well, they killed yeah. off the main characters. They killed sure. off the main they characters <laughs> and did. replaced them with me and Chris. Yes. The first movie came out. I'll never forget walking down. I was walking down the street in West Hollywood, and these two lesbian moms were with their, like, maybe eight-year-old son, and he, like, pointed at me and screamed. <gasps> like, no way! Yes. And they, I had... He I saw eating out. Yes, exactly. He saw... And I was like... Well, Rebecca and I, Coach and say... 
a thousand dollars worth. You know what? I think it's. I know. It's like, like, is that pussy juice? Right, guys, that's not great parenting. Some, some parents let their kids watch The Exorcist. It's not like it was that bad. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know. you know. Did you watch The Exorcist growing up, Daniel? No. Wait, Daniel. <laughs> I got you? to watch reruns with Little House on the Prairie. Oh, Danny Boy. How will, nice. Will you, <laughs> will you tell the audience the story of when me and you were auditioning and like, they were doing like, oh, God. there was like probably 10 Casey's, 10 Zacks in the room. I, yes. remember, I was there when and, this happened oh too. My God. Oh my God, you, you were, were sitting in, in a, the, 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 it was yeah, like a yeah. theater, That's which right. was so intimidating okay. by the way. I was there. So like the audition room was like set up like a stadium theater and like Rebecca sitting there like, <laughs> oh my God. Um, like, I'm sure it was oh. not looking like that. <laughs> so we kept going in. Doing the lines, doing the scenes, and every couple minutes they'd be like, "All right, bye" to someone, mm-hmm. and then it was just me I and Chris. Think you even said anything? Oh, I she didn't say I was just yeah, I was just there watching. You were probably just stoned and like. <laughs> I was not stoned. No, I was were there. You I, stoned? No, I wasn't stoned. I promise, I wasn't stoned. But I, was, I, I believe you. I, I really, I would tell. Trust me, I would tell you if I was stoned. I have no problem telling you. Okay. No, I hadn't smoked pot that day. You I was there to just believe. watch. I thought it was silly that they even asked me to go because I was like, I'm not producing this movie. Like, I have zero say in how this is going to go. Well, so, you I know, mean, it's like. It's so funny when we did Eating Out 4 and 5, they had me in the casting. Oh, really? Uh, couch. And me. And were you there too? <laughs> oh, really? Remember, because I was dating the casting director. Who was the cat? What? I don't remember Sorry. that. Let's not say his name out loud. Oh. That's another story for another podcast. Another story for another time, everybody. <laughs> All I know is that, like, okay, so That's everyone crazy. kept being dismissed. And, yes. And finally it was just me and Chris in the lobby. And Chris goes to me. All by goes, ourselves. We're just It's empty just lobby. us. We're the last two here. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> because I'm I didn't, so nervous and I'm like, oh my God, we're still sitting I here like to say. I was, three hours I was like, later. I'm like scared, you know? I'm like, like, Dan, it's a good sign. I think we're the last people here. That well, see, we got the part and he's like, huh? And it was because the thing is they didn't ask me about your care. They didn't ask me about Casey's, but for some reason for Zach's, they asked me specifically what I thought of the Zach. Because I think the character of Zach was really important in a sense that they needed it to be someone like beautiful and sexy, but like in a universal way, like where everyone could be like, ooh. And well, I guess that's Dan, what are you saying? Are you saying that you're not sexy? No, I'm just kidding. You know no, what's no, funny? No, I auditioned saying... for Casey first. I no, said, you did yes, not. I sent Casey. What? I can find the audition tapes because I found it in my right parents' ba- wow. basement. I filmed Casey auditions no, first you did. What because you I never... connected to Casey when I read the script. I said, I want to be Casey. You never told me that. I never told you? I'll, no. I'll find the videos and... and I remember when I... Oh, okay, here's the thing. I was actually really, really, really confident. like That you I, were going to book the role? No, no, no. In my life, in my personality, in my looks. I was a confident person. And then I became Casey. And it was like, no one wants to bid on me. <laughs> you know what's incredible about, uh, about this, too? What? Is that so many years have passed since the first film we did together, but no matter how much we see each other, like we could go, a co- I could go a couple years without seeing you. Well, I don't, we, did. we still I have a connection. Yeah. Like no, there's absolutely. this like connection that's not ever going away. And it is so rare. I mean, we all know this because we've all filmed other things. The fact that you like work with people and then you love them genuinely in real life and you continue to spend time with them is 
not something that happens. I mean, all, literally, right. the only other time it's happened was with Emily on the first two Eating Out movies. Out of all the movies I've ever done, the only people that I've like maintained close friendships friendships with outside of those movies are you guys and her. So yeah, yeah like we're really lucky. Yeah, like, I feel and, like right. people wanted wanted something of us together, and of course, everyone talks about Eating Out six one day, but. I feel like we came together and we're like, let's talk about, you know, current events. Let's yeah. talk about our lives. Let's pop let's culture. Let the audience yes. get to know us a little bit. Yeah. And then maybe in the future, Eating Out 6 can happen, which it probably will. But I'm just saying, like, I'm so grateful and happy that me too. both I'm, of you are still in my life, first I'm, of all. It's me been too. We over love 10 each years. other. We love each like, other. Like, yeah. honestly, like, when I, like, think about, like, people that I care about the most in my life, you guys are always on that list. Same. Even if I haven't talked to you Aww. in like six months or something. You know what's so yeah, funny? It's like... <gasps> um. <laughs> All right, that's it. Everybody out. <laughs> Daniel just spilled his water for those of you who are just listening. It's okay. Who cares? Like, it's just Wait, water. you know... Fourth but you, was that symbolic of something? <laughs> Wait, but you know like when you're on a set and you're working with people and it's like, oh, like, I love you so much. We're going to be best friends. We're going to be best friends. Right, and then like, are. you never are. You never but see like, them again. Yes. And I never. feel like we all said that <laughs> when we did Eating Out 3 and like... We meant it. Yeah, we right, meant it. Right. I know, we're because we did genuinely okay. all get along. Can I, can I tell you one thing? Yeah. I, my... One of my first memories of like, because I was so intimidated by you before, Aww. because like, I had actually seen the first Eating Out movie when I was it, my freshman year of college. Sure. My boyfriend was like, "Watch this cool movie," and I remember <laughs> oh, you like, wow. like I remembered your character, right? So I looked you up on Twitter, and you were like getting ready for a costume fitting or something, and I was like, "Wow!" And so then <laughs> I met you, and I didn't know how to act towards you, but. Uh, so, should I tell this story? Yes, absolutely. Do it, do it, okay. do it. So, there was this night that Chris and I, like... Had... Wait, what story is this? Right. Actually, I'm sorry, I not, maybe not. I didn't know it involved me. Okay, keep going, though. Let me see. Let me see. I'll All stop. Right. So, there was this night that, like, we had just barely started filming. Okay. And Chris and I went out after filming, and we got drinks together. And then we went to a drive-thru, and I threw up, I think it was Taco Bell. <laughs> And I was oh like, I think I threw up Taco Bell, and I was like, Chris, I love you. <gasps> and Chris told everyone on set the next day. Oh. I did? And then Rebecca came that up. That does sound like me, though. Rebecca came up to me the next day and was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. She was like, what happened last night? And I was like, I hung out with Chris. Everything was cool, though. And she was like, oh, okay. And I was like, but then I threw up my Taco Bell. And she was like, this story keeps getting Worse. So you remember this? Do you remember I told um, you the story? I do know. I seem to remember like um, hearing rumors that a good time was had the night before. Mm. Too good of a time was had the night before. Yeah. And so um, barfing had been thrown around and I, I, had, I had started asking follow-up questions on set. Yes. Oh my God. So that's what happened. That's, that's one of the biggest so questions funny. though that I always get like when I meet like people who are fans of, this, uh, of the series. They have you and Chris hooked up in real life. Sure, of course they want. Do you course. want to answer that? Yeah, yeah. Answer. Have you guys hooked up in real life? We can't answer that. <gasps> You're joking. You're fucking joking. Did you guys that? that? Oh my god. Means yes. Oh my god. No, it doesn't. It doesn't mean yes. It could mean anything. Are you guys Taylor joking? Swift's lyrics. Stop. You could. I'm gonna Stop. sip my juice. Stop. Wait. So you guys. There's bumped hair in here. wee wees? Is that what you're saying? You guys bumped mm -hmm. the wieners? No. No. Tell me. You have to. No. You would tell. What do you mean? No. No. Oh no. Oh my gosh. No. Have wieners. you guys heard about Hillary Clinton? Stop. 
changing the subject. Are you guys telling me that you hooked up and I never knew about it? It was just oral sex. It was, you guys had oral sex and you never, what? What? You can't say that on camera. What? <laughs> when did this happen? Oh my. How did I never know this? I'm pulling 911. My feelings are hurt. <laughs> My feelings are hurt. I didn't know I was supposed to announce it on my Twitter. Crossed, I didn't know that you guys had crossed the friendship line. Okay, listen. Jesus. Oh my God, can I, guys. Okay, can I say something? Please. We are when all. When did this happen? We are all human beings with sexual needs. Sure. Sure. What? We are all cavemen. <laughs> You're gonna wait, kill wait, me. Wait, 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 wait. Oh my God. Wait. Can someone delete this and make sure this does not absolutely hit? Absolutely not. This won't make it. This won't. Well, this cut will it out. Absolutely I'll make it, it to air. I can tell you one thousand percent. Okay, when yes. You, so you guys have been. Um, We've hooked up a few times. That's it. What? Yes, but it's been like, like you know, random hookups. Like. Wait, what? When did this? Recently? Well, the last time was what? Two weeks ago. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Um, you know what, you guys, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Because clearly, um, you guys are much closer to each other than I realized. No, no, I'm sorry. I came over I... to Chris's house and I didn't realize that he was gonna be I'm like, gonna go. wait, what? I'm gonna go. You didn't realize I was gonna be like, what? I didn't We're all friends, that... except for the fact that you two have been fucking for years. No, we have never not had anal sex. We've only blown each other. By the way, you know that gay men friendships, you just blow each other and then you're friends. Yeah. Like, it's like the gay yeah. way to being gay friends. Yeah. If straight men knew how easy it was for gay men to get their dick sucked, every straight man would want to be a gay man. Every single one. I agree. Because in no reality are straight <laughs> men like, you know how you just hang out with people and sometimes you get your dick sucked and there's not a big deal. No reality does that happen for straight men. They would, they, I mean, they, they would pray that That's that could be a reality really someday. really actually I'm oh serious. My God. Men, straight men never know if they're getting late. So, That's... like, is there any way for straight men? Okay, so like, as a gay man, I can get on Grinder. Yes. And if I want my dick sucked, yes. I can go and say, "Hey." Um, I want my dick sucked, and hey, I never want to see you again after you do it. Big Tommy Twenty Seven. Right. Can you come suck my dick? And Big Tommy Twenty Seven will come and suck my dick. Right. So what does straight men do? They, they don't have that. It's called prostitution. There's not one woman in the world that's like, oh, you want to fuck me for free and then never see me again? Cool. Like, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. So straight men have to, like, take women out and tell them they look pretty and listen to their conversations and act like they give a fuck about them. And all of this is them, like, trying to get laid. But there's not like, like, hey, you just want to fuck and then literally I never want to see you again and I'll be okay with it. I don't know a lot of straight women that are like, yeah, that sounds great. I can't that wait for that. Like really awful for straight men. Right, it is, if you are a straight man. Okay, I'm sorry, we're not giving sympathy to straight yeah, men straight right men now. straight men don't need sympathy, all I'm <laughs> saying sure. is. Straight is men, that... no offense to anybody in this room, but straight men are the last people I wanted to Oh my to God, I was, giving a, I was giving a wedding speech uh, last weekend for my best friend Bianca, it was straight wedding, and I literally, so drunk, I said, I hate straight people. <laughs> That's how I started this speech. I was okay, like, wait. Oh, fuck, I'm screwed. Have you guys seen, have you guys seen this women. new trend on TikTok that just came out this week? And if you haven't, you have to look it up. So it's this, like, Is man. it you guys blowing each other? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rebecca. All right, Rebecca. I don't think there's a, vi there's just, a video. Just for the evidence. record, um, Emily and I have never hooked up. I just want for the record to know that Emily and I have never, like, eaten each other out. Because Made out? Kissed? No, no. Nope. 
nope, we're, we're just friends. We haven't crossed that line. Okay, but that's cool. Before I love you, this before is the first you found the love podcast. Wait, wait, then, then, and then we already I, admitted that we no. hooked up. Okay, then let me ask Where you. Where do we this. go from here? We're <laughs> gonna be fucking on episode two. Right. Let me, let me ask you this, Rebecca, okay. and answer honestly. Subscribe Please. To before you found the love of your life, uh -huh. your husband Dante, uh -huh. did you ever hook up with a co-star? So. I do not believe that. I, he works with that hot guy from Desperate Housewives. I, I would have jumped down onto my knees immediately. What are you talking the blonde, about? Um, what's his name? Ryan? Ryan something? Uh, no. Nope. When, nope, a, nope, when nope. a killer calls, ring a like bell, a... your hit movie. No, 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 no. He was just a normal. Luckily, he was not a creepazoid, which I was. It's always if you're a woman and you have to like make out with people, you're always like, wow, thanks for not being a fucking sexual predator. Thumbs up, buddy. Mm -hmm. Thumbs up for not being a sexual predator. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that I hooked up with on four and five. What? And do you know that oh, I was hooking up with him at sure. the same time? Wait, so what? you were, what, what, what? You were. You were what? You didn't know? No. Wait, what? Is that true? You yeah. were, who did you just say? You were hooking up with at the same time? What? Yeah, and he'd be My like. My God, this is insanity, you guys. You were both fucking when you didn't know it at the same I time? I didn't know that you were at first, and then until, the, until you know, the whole breakup happened with you and Whoa, 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 And whoa, then, but whoa, like, whoa. so. And I had to share a room with that Palm Springs thing. Oh my and, God. And also, Who was he was a, a very room? selfish lover because he. Guys, so stop, pause. So you were both hooking up, you were both having, hooking up with each other, and then both of you. We were no, no, Chris and I have always been like best friends. But then, just so you know, I've never eaten any of the pussies of my best friends, just so you know. I just want to clear that up. We've I've already never, established I've never gone down. Thing, apparently. I've never gone down on one of my best friends. I just want to clarify that. Okay, but a lot of girls do. Probably. No, they don't. I, I really don't think a lot of girls do go down on their best well, friends. Well, we don't have know. Have you seen a CW show? Yeah, Gossip Girl. I think once you start going down on your friends, it crosses into a different territory. Of That's course, not true. All That's not true. That's not true. You want to know why? I've gone down on you. For straight people. And guess for what? straight people. I for still feel like people. I can count on you as a friend. Of like, course. I could but be if, like, one of you, if one of you was a female in this equation, it would have. Th this would not have worked. Where you can just casually be like, we blow each other every once in a while. It's not a big deal. Trust me. If you were, if there why was do like you a think? point. Of, why? Yeah. Gender disparity. Well. What does that even mean? I don't know. I've heard it in college. Well, women are just different than men. Like, <laughs> women, <laughs> what does it mean? What is gender disparity? It means well. I mean, there's there's a lot of issues, like, but it, men are okay more so just having like casual one night stands and never expecting to talk to that person again than women right. are. I mean, really, straight men would have just as much promiscuous sex if they were able to for free. One thousand percent. Of course oh, they would. Oh my God! If they just they don't, could, the option isn't there for straight men because they, they're dealing with women. If could press a button and have like a woman there. Oh, 1,000%. Do you think they would wait, hesitate half a second? But like, do you no. think that Tinder is not the same even... as Grindr for straight men? Because it is totally not. No, it's not. not. It's no. not. Because no. because the women on Tinder are, are like, They're hey, They're looking for talk. relationships, right? Yeah, right. exactly. That's no. why, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like. I feel like a lot of men on Tinder are looking for relationships, too. Oh, really? How many great guys have you met? <laughs> I mean, 
Not very many. Look at me. Single. All right. So listen, everyone, we are starting to reach the end of our episode because, you know, with iTunes, these can't be 10 hours long, even though I'm sure we could sit here and talk for 10 hours, but we're not going to. We're going to try to keep these episodes between 45 minutes and an hour every single week. But I do want you to know this episode was just about us and filling you in on what we've been doing and our love for each other. But we will have a quality guest star every week. And I do mean quality motherfuckers. Like if you have any idea, the guests that we have lined up on this show, like I said, I'm not gonna say it'll blow your balls off, but it'll enlarge them apparently is what we want. We're gonna make your balls enlarged. Enlarge, Isn't that a medical yes. condition that we don't want to happen if you're a Actually, man? Actually, yes, that could it, be, uh, well, no, enlarged prostate. We're gonna have really guests. cool guests. Well, hello, our podcast is called Gamus, so they're gonna be yeah. Gamus. We're, yeah, all our guests are gonna be Gamus. Whatever. We're really quality, quality guests is what I'm telling you. Quality, 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 and quality. And we are not afraid to ask any question. No. We're, we're not afraid to ask the heavy-hitting questions. Like, we're not gonna, it's not gonna be the kind of show where people are like, what kind of ice cream do you like? No. You know? like, we're, we're not I'm gonna, gonna be like, well, the gonna... smartless people interviewed Joe Biden. No tea, no shade. I'm just saying, they were <laughs> softballing those questions. They were softballing those motherfucking questions. We're not gonna be like that. There's not gonna be, if we had Biden on this show, I would not be being like, Pfft. like, I would be like, hey, um, you know how people can't afford to go to the doctor? What about that? <laughs> Anywho, we're gonna ask the heavy hitting questions on this. Yeah, these are hard couches. So if you sit on these, these are couches, hard couches. You're gonna actually, get. They're not. They're actually very nice. <laughs> yeah, actually, but really they're really soft. Doesn't really nice. matter. But until no, I meant like hard, like hard questions. Hard. Yes, that's the hard come. Yes, from. because we're all obviously very great investigative journalists. Right. <laughs> In addition to being beautiful actors, so. Right. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. Right. Duh. So just so you know, our um, next episode that we have coming up, this guest, um, she is one of the biggest LGBTQ stars to come into the pop culture zeitgeist in the past two years. She maybe has been on my favorite TV show recently. Um, she maybe walked in Rihanna's Fenty fashion show. What? I, I have know. so many questions about that. So if you want to see who we're talking about, you're going to have to tune in tune next in. week, everyone. So until next time, Gamist listeners, <gasps> bye bye, bye. bye. What in the can? Ah!